Oh, hey. Everything's hot. Everything's hot. Hey, Brian. What's up? Oh, I've just been seeing a lot of people give to charities lately, so I'm trying to fit in, but I can't find one that I get anything out of. Um, are you looking for something more than the intrinsic happiness you get from helping others? Yes, yes. I'm dead inside, so I want something tangible. Let's put a pin in that, uh, but I think I have something for you. Have you heard of Hope Clothing here in Kansas City? I have not, but it does sound super cool and hip even. It is. They work with KC Tattoo Artists who design shirts that benefit local Kansas City charities like Greenworks and Rosebrooks. They even plant a tree for every shirt sold to help the world stop burning. Wow, that is amazing. <laughs> Sounds like I'm going to be paying like $100 for a shirt, though. Way less. In fact, if you use promo code DEBATE10 at checkout, you can save an additional 10%. Uh, I've heard enough. Where can I find these kick-ass shirts? Easy. HopeClothingKC.com. They even offer free shipping. Uh, where? HopeClothingKC.com. Right, but where is that? The internet. Oh, Nice! Okay, that's the end of the bit. HopeClothingKC.com. The promo code is DEBATE10. This is Debates on Tap. It is good. <laughs> it's very good. Podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. Prowler. I like to know them first before I prowl them. Well, but that's the bit. Welcome to Debates on Tap. This is a wait. I see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. It's whatever. fine. It's fine. So I yeah I got to tell you guys I got I got pulled over on the way here. What, bro? Yeah, but it was it was okay. But he, here's the story. So I got pulled over and the cops are like, "Where are you going? This is like a necessary, you know." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, it's extremely necessary." He's like, "Well, what are you doing?" And I was like, "Going to record my podcast." And he was like, "Podcast? What podcast do you host?" And I was like, <laughs> "Debates on Tap." So that's why I arrived with a police escort. Oh. <laughs> I know you He's guys are a big wondering. fan. Yeah. I was, but I, I was thought it was the color curious. of your skin. Yeah, I didn't oh. know if it was a you know a race thing or a Yeah, no, they weren't chasing me. They were they were Oh, they were racing you, like Brennan said. <laughs> <laughs> they're racing you to the podcast. <laughs> Speaking of a podcast, this is it. This Pre- is Debates on Tap. It's a podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. I'm, I'm Brendan. Oh, oh I'm, no, you go. I'm sorry. Okay. You go, yeah. I'll go. I'm, I'm Brian. Brian. Oh, oh I, man. I stepped over you. I'm so sorry. It's been so let's, yeah. Let's let Vargas go. It's been Vargas, so long. Vargas, we you go ahead. And I'm, I'm Brian. Brian. Oh, man, this is gonna be rough for anyone who likes podcasts. I forget how to podcast. It's been so long, fellas, and I'm so excited to see you. I'm Brian. I'm Brendan, <laughs> and I'm still Vargas. <laughs> I gotta sneak it in. You did. You got it. Who knows how many new listener we have on this quarantine <laughs> time? Listener. It's good to see you guys. It's good to see you. We've. It's good to see Brendan. Yeah. In fairness, I talk to Brian every day at work. Damn. You still don't see me. I don't. <laughs> I don't see you, but I look at the picture that I have <laughs> taped. taped to the wall <laughs> when I'm talking to you at work, right, yeah. above, right above your computer. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of you, what are we drinking? It's delicious. So Kara got us a Costco membership, and to celebrate, I bought twenty four. Uh, Rogue Brewing Company beers. Mm. It's a sampler pack, and there's uh, Newport Days, uh, Dead Guy Ale, Bat Squatch, and what's the American Ale? Uh, that one. Dreamland. Super Dreamland. Those are the four. Big fan of Rogue. I. They're pretty popular. <laughs> I've only had they, what? What? They are, aren't they? Oh, I thought you were t- making a dude of it. Yes, Rogue is. Uh, <laughs> Rogue is. Uh, yes. Sometimes I can be genuine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm 
don't, not used to that. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is very good. Uh, the Newport Days, this hazy pillow, so good, tropical it? and yeah. citrusy. It's very good. Uh, then the Dreamland, which is their just lager, is very. It's just a good like sip of beer. I'm it's only. Very good. I'm having the Bat Squatch, which is a hazy IPA. And as you know, Brian's not a big fan of IPAs, but nope. I got two in front of me, don't I? You do, which I'm surprised. They're pretty good. They go down smooth. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I've never, I've, I think I've only had Dead Guy. I was going to say, I think so. Me too. Yes. So yeah, I, I saw it at Costco and decided to pick up the suitcase. And <laughs> when you say <laughs> Kara got us a membership to Costco, yeah. do you mean this podcast? Well, I mean, yeah. I, I will mean, abuse that. I could go. Sure. Yeah. Come along. <laughs> go nuts. I don't, I don't have a membership card yet, but once I get it, we can go to Costco. They have a pretty good alcohol beer section. Yeah, nice. Sur- pretty surprisingly, nothing less than twenty-eight packs. But <laughs> I mean, it, it was pretty crazy. They had, and have you ever seen a suitcase sampler? A suit like a twenty-four I've never pack, seen a twenty like sampler. a twenty-four pack sampler. They never. had three different ones. So <laughs> from from just Rogue? No, oh. like from different companies. They had a, a twenty-four case uh, of Boulevard, yeah. and Rogue. And something else. I can't remember the wow. third one was. But okay. And they were all like twenty-seven to thirty dollars, which was the crazy. That's part. amazing. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that. Yeah. Thank you so much. This podcast is sponsored by Costco. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone from upper management is listening, what? Uh, let's just stay with you, because so we have a lot. There's a plenty of topics. To we'll have about. a what's new for the next month and a half, I would say. <laughs> yeah. So please dive into your What's New Vargas because... I did make a little list because I knew I was going to forget. A little list? A it's little 12 list. pages it's long. 12 pages long. He's thumbing through his book. Uh, just cons- flip, Oh, flip, oh flip, flip, the flip. number one big thing. So I got Jurassic World Evolution. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with this game? Brennan and I watched the trailer for it before you mm-hmm. came over. Because I see, I saw you tweeted about it or talked about it. So, you yeah, know. I said Sam was looking for a game and I told him to get it. Yes. So it's it's... Basically like Roller Coaster Tycoon, the the old PC game, right. but Jurassic Park. Nice. So you have to build and manage yeah. Jurassic Park. That's Interesting. the whole game. Uh, and Kara's a big fan of that type of game, right? Yeah, she loves Roller Coaster Tycoon. It's the only game Roller Coaster Tycoon she has bought. The jam. <laughs> so, and Jeff Goldblum actually, is like he does the voice work, right? So Goldblum, Bryce Dallas Howard, and... What? Oh my gosh, the guy who plays Dr. Wu throughout the series. Chris Pratt. Nope. <laughs> nope. He's the only one not involved, actually. Uh, yeah, that one guy. Dr. Wu's character. You yeah, know. This yep. is the actor who is Dr. Wu. embarrassing. But yeah, <laughs> so there's a lot of people from the the movie that do uh, voiceover work and stuff. But Very good. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of different expansions. And the most recent expansion they did was actually called Return to Jurassic Park. So you go back and revamp the park and but you can make it however you want it super fun that's awesome you, yeah. you have all the expansions and stuff yeah I, I bought it because it was on sale for like 20 bucks and nice. played it for like eight hours straight and then i was like well i'm just gonna go ahead and buy the expansion pass because it makes <laughs> sense yeah <laughs> to stay in that same vein if you don't mind yeah me yeah. cutting in go nuts my so, but right when this sort of kicked off and we realized that everything's were going to shut down and and people were going to stay home and work from home and that kind of thing. If they're, if they're one of the lucky few, um, I decided to tweet out that I was going to start a new video game oh, yeah. and I was going to go start, start oh, yeah, to finish. Yeah, yeah. And I have a PS4. So I was going to quote unquote trophy hunt, which just means to try and get all the, the little unlockable trophies that, that are on the games for challenges and things. Um, I had a bunch of choices, but the one that won, I put it as a poll out to, to the Twitter verse. And I was, I was very 
surprised, happily surprised by the number of people that, that took time out of their day to stop and vote and, and give feedback and things. Um, but the, the winner was Skyrim. I think that's why most of the people voted because they were like, fuck, good, fuck good Brian. Yeah. He's never going to, he's never finished. <laughs> fuck Skyrim. Brian. Watch this. Me? This is going to be great. <laughs> 10, 10 days from now, I'll have a meltdown tweet. But, uh, so yes, so Skyrim one, uh, for those who aren't familiar, it is, uh, at its time, probably the biggest RPG that came Insanely out. Insanely big. Uh, yeah. uh, an entrance into the elder scrolls franchise. It was the biggest one, um, for years and people love that franchise and it's always been, been a big, uh, RPG staple. Um, I did go in and er, to everyone's surprise, I would, it was less than a month. It was like. Two, three I and a half weeks. Three genuinely weeks. surprised when yeah. Brian said he beat it, and I was like, "You just started it." Yeah, I, I not only did I, I beat the final game, but I got one hundred percent of the base games trophies. I was very um, annoyed because I couldn't get the DLC one hundred percent trophies because of some bugs that were in there, right. some quest breaking bugs that were not working out and and uh, doing that kind of thing. But I did do it, and I think uh, I think your sentiment, Brendan, was followed by a lot of people that were very surprised that I would beat it that quote. I was very, I was very, I was curious how much time you spent on it because you were specifically going for like main story achievements and like all that stuff. Right. Speed. Yeah. Correct. So like I I would talk to Brian, like I have, I've owned Skyrim probably on every system I've ever had. Like I bought it when it came out on the PS3 in 2011. Long time ago, man. Long fucking time ago. Yeah, I had it on the original or Xbox 360. Yeah, I had it on PS3, and then whenever it came out for like PS4, I bought it on that. Then now I own it on my Switch too, which is it's a great game on the Switch. Yeah. And I remember I was talking to Brian about this, about how like going through the main quest, and it's like, oh, let me get my smithing up. Let me get it a little bit better. Eight hours later, I'm like just (laughs) like balls deep and like getting my smithing better. Yeah. I'm and like, that, wait, what just happened? Like, where that, did I, how much time did I lose? Have yeah. I been asleep? Yeah. <laughs> that did happen, especially early on. I was like, God, this so, you know, diving back into a game like right. that. Just like, oh, fuck, this is so fun. But then I, I was like, I'm going to be here for yeah. a year <laughs> for a if I don't time. get my shit together. So I did. <laughs> I still kind of got distracted and stuff, but I was, you know, able to do it because I was kind of cynical. I would, I would start, I got a quest, you know, if I, a quest was sure. gotten, I would look at it and be like, nope, you're not part of the list, so I'm not going to do you. <laughs> and I, so I kind of played that way, which is kind of a shitty way to, to I, yeah. I, I wasn't enjoying it as much as I could have. That I is the, the long story. But as, as I told Brennan, only 110 hours put in there, which, which is crazy. for a hundred percent, that's relatively low. Well, that's, I, I for told Sky, you yeah, for Skyrim, that's, I nice. probably put in 110 hours and I don't think I've ever yeah. beaten that's Skyrim. what i told like, brian like I, I before i got it on the switch i was yeah. like i don't think i've ever legitimately beat the game yeah and i've i know on the ps3 and ps4 i put god Hundreds. god yeah. knows how yeah. many hours yeah. into that goddamn game so what do you what's next on the list god, is it god of war i'm currently in god of war i didn't tweet that one out but i am in god yeah. of war which oh I, i'm pumped about like i know vargas oh is too because i want to see i want you to record and i know you're not going to but i want you to record your fight with the final Valkyrie, mm. <laughs> I yeah yeah maybe I want I, I stop that's what that's whenever I stopped playing the game was in the Valkyrie fight like finding all the Valkyries and I was just like I'm not I can't play this anymore I it's so, so I, hard I beat the final Valkyrie oh and when I did I like dropped to my knees <laughs> and was like. That's it. I'm done. Yeah, I've already I've game. already like, bitched to Brendan about how much I don't like. Brian doesn't really like the combat. Yeah, that's look, which I was kind of shocked about it, too. Yeah. My my whole thing. This is why I don't play Dark Souls and those kind of games, because I don't do well with like the 
wait, wait, wait. You got to dodge. You got to wait, 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 dodge. There's your opening attack once now. I don't do well with that. Sure. And I get why people like it and it's fine. But just hearing you guys complain about the final fight, I'm already like, no, oh, fuck dude. that. I'm over it already. See, but okay. So the thing I like about God of War is that they give you the option to throw your axe, which gives it's you good stuff, which is a lot. It's yeah. not just like, okay, wait, 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 block swing. Now you can like, be constantly at least doing but, something. But like I told Brennan, if there's more than one enemy and you oh, throw yeah, your axe, yeah. it's like it makes it way hard because you're like, oh, I didn't even know that guy was there. I'm glad he just one-shotted me. That was fun. And then... Yeah, it's a game where you definitely need to keep track of everything going on around yeah. you. But but no, I'm pumped because God of War has one of the best stories I've yeah, seen super, in a long, long yeah. time. But I'll definitely beat it. I don't know if I'll 100% this one, but I'll I definitely didn't. beat it. There's a... There's because so eventually you unlock other worlds and you can go to other worlds. And, I have been. Yeah, I've done that. And uh, there's a challenge on like the fire world did you do that one uh, yeah where it's like an escalating like arena thing yeah. and it's oh my god it's so much fun but it's impossible. it's it's tough i stopped i almost broke my controller in half yeah. because one of the one of the it's like the before the final challenge you had to get through a whole arena thing without taking any, any damage. damage i got to the last enemy and took damage right before he died. Yeah, and I, I almost, would have shit. I almost. I just turned. I had. Yep. To, I turned yep. it off and walked away. I was I'm, like, I'm done. I ignore. I don't play games on the easy mode because it's mm. just kind of a bitch move. But there's a good chance that I will be switching to easy mode. Yeah, just I to, don't blame you. I stopped playing that game when it was like, okay, the trophies I have now are find all the ravens, <laughs> dude. Like, I already nah, am over that. Uh, yeah. uh, all right, enough nerd shit. What's up, right now? <laughs> well, I got married. What? <laughs> Boo. Not, <laughs> I know, not to Brian. I don't see a ring on this finger. <laughs> yeah, I got married. Uh, it was great and wonderful. It was basically a tiny, tiny ceremony because of everything going on with my parents, Molly's parents, her two brothers, and Bri Guy was there. Needed and some groom representation. I had to have it, yeah. Bride's side was too heavy over there. Correct. Um, and then afterwards, we got married, and then all of my wonderful, all of our wonderful friends and family showed up in the parking lot to surprise us, uh, social distance and wonderful it was it was awesome i have a quick anecdote about that oh do you yeah so uh ben yep molly's brother is the one who contacted me about it right oh yeah yeah, sure and it was one uh group text message uh thing to, or in group me or whatever but he, he texted me and was like hey we're setting this thing up we're trying to get people to drive by or be in the parking lot when they come outside right. the church uh do you think you could talk to brennan's friends and i was like sure man like just let me know blah blah, blah. i'll start talking to people and i never heard from him again <laughs> so all I knew was what time the thing was happening. Yep. And I actually didn't know that it was a full like ceremony. Like it was the full deal. I thought it was right. just going to be like a quick, like, all right. So I told them to show up like just before the ceremony started. <laughs> so your friends, yeah. Vargas included, were out there for the entire ceremony and, nice. and longer. Good for you guys. And I felt super bad. So like when Molly was like trying to like figure things out in the church, I was like, no, you should go outside. And she's like, no, but we need to talk to the priest. I was like, no, no, right, right. you should go outside. And then she got to the door <laughs> and, and then, turned around. Well, because we, because the priest started calling for us yeah. because he had to give us the packet. But we saw a couple people outside and we're like, Oh, that's a surprise. A couple people will be outside. And then we actually went outside and Molly cried like she was bawling because in a, like there was over 100 people outside. It was insane. Yeah. And hats off to you guys and very thankful. I for didn't everyone. do it. I mean, <laughs> I didn't you, know what was going got, on. You, so, got, you got Vargas in them here. So, yeah, again, from the receiving side of this, <laughs> I heard from Brian once right. through work chat. <laughs> hey, we're setting this thing up. Can you sure. be there? And I was yeah. like, yeah, okay. And then I didn't hear anything. Right. So I text him. Nice. 
the day of, and I was like, we're still doing this? He was like, uh. <laughs> like I think so. Yeah, sure. So when Karen and I showed up and there were all these people there, I was right. like, I'm glad I didn't text Brendan because yeah. I almost sent a message to and you. I, and I had no, I was just as shocked as everybody else. So. It's See, good though. Get some weight on your finger. I know my hand is much heavier. Uh, other than that, uh, been, I think we've all been watching what we do in the shadows, the TV show. It's so fucking funny. Uh, I'm in season two. I think I just got past the ghost episode, and which is hilarious. You've only got like one or two left, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's very long, but um, I've also been rewatching Community during the quarantine, which Hell is yeah. great. Community is a fantastic show. Six seasons of the movie. Hashtag. Yeah. Um, I, I'm in the fourth season, which is like the quote unquote bad season. That's when NBC kicked Dan Harmon, the original oh, right. creator, yeah. off, and then he came back for the fifth season. So the fourth season is it's good, but it's not as great as it has been. It's a lull. Right. Um, what else? I've been catching up on movies. Black Coat's Daughter is very, very good. It's a horror movie from a couple years ago that is oh, yeah. uh-huh. so creepy and intense, but it's it's very, very good. Um, as well as the Happy Death Day movies. Have you seen those movies? Dude, I saw both of them in theaters yeah. and it was awesome. I saw Happy Death Day. I, had, I hadn't seen Happy Death Day to you, but it was on sale on Amazon. So I went, oh yeah, I'll just buy yeah. it. And goddamn, those movies are so fucking funny. Yeah. Like especially Happy, Happy Death Day to you just kind of, steers into the weird comedy of yeah. it and it's it's awesome and what's her name that plays tree yeah it's like just perfect i know she is in that she's movie. incredible she's so good so I, I, and she gave an interview where she was like yeah we're hoping we get the third one she's like oh my god the second one made money but it didn't make as much money as the yeah. first one but they're hoping they get to make the third one i i hope they do and i hope yep. they make the full pivot to like a sci-fi movie. oh just, just insanity yeah. yeah so so that yeah i've been kind of catching up on that shit so it's yeah i've been watching time. a lot of movies too yeah I, I saw so your I, list. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I did start a list of movies that I've been watching in in preparation for a wrap-up because I felt like at the end of last year when we were like, let's talk about our favorite things from last year, I like couldn't remember anything. Mm-hmm. That's so how it always like, goes, man, yeah. So it's like, I'm going to make a right. list of like the movies and shows and all, yep. the, all the stuff that I watch or read, I'm going to make a list oh, yeah. of. And that was a bad <laughs> decision because my lists are very long. Does right? it make you feel like... And again, okay, this is going to sound mean. It's not. I don't think watching things and experiencing stories is a waste of time. But sure. when you see how many like movies you watch, you're like, oh yeah, hmm. oh dude, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, when when That's I, why look I stopped back, making lists, yeah. my list of shows is full seasons. Yes, like how many se- how many episodes of Community there are. Like the yeah. four seasons when they jump down to thirteen from like twenty two, yeah, twenty four to thirteen. So three seasons of 22 to 24 episodes is like, that's a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the people who are like, oh, yeah, I just finished watching Friends from front to back. It's like, that shit had 25 episodes yeah. for 10 seasons. It's insanity. That's a lot of goddamn TV. Like my, my uh, a several, a few years ago, uh, my, my sister and my mom were looking for something to watch. And I told them about How I Met Your Mother. Yep. And they're like, yeah, sure. They like watched it in two days. I remember like you the texting entire me about goddamn like like all That's nine insane. seasons. You're like, yeah, my mom and sister were up until like three a.m. watching How I Met Your Mother, and I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, they watched. They went crazy. That that is a show that like if I start a re- or oh, Parks and Rec, it's bad. Oh, like yeah. if I s- start a rewatch, it's like okay, just, this like, is another seventeen hundred <laughs> hours of my life just flushed down the toilet. Yep. Uh, did you see or hear about that Gretel and Hansel movie? I went and saw it in theaters. The same guy who made that made Black Coat's Daughter. Really? So just FYI. Interesting. So if you liked that movie or had any interest yeah. in that movie, Black Coat's Daughter is right up your alley. Yeah, I I was, I think, 90% of the ticket sales for Gretel and Hansel. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> so to, to pull the curtain back just a tad. What? 
This week's episode. I'm in the shower. Uh, <laughs> you always are, man. <laughs> Recording in the bathroom is getting real old. <laughs> the this episode of Debates on Tap is going to be a little lighter in turn because we weren't Vargas and I remember so. Seven years ago, when our last debates on tap came out, <laughs> almost two months ago, yeah, yeah. we uh, Brendan left off with sci-fi versus fantasy, mm-hmm. and we are very excited to do that, and we will be doing that next debates on tap. But Vargas and I, well, Brian felt a <laughs> little snuck hey, up on we us. We all agreed. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we did all agree, but I was definitely underprepared, and I didn't want to just roll in here screaming at the top of my lungs, "Fantasy's better, you idiot!" Which I know I'm going to resort to anyway. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. At least this way, I won't feel forced. That's yeah. fine. It gives me more time to prepare all of my Lord of the Rings jokes. Nice. Yes. And I, I'll try my hardest to shit on Star Trek. I can't, but I'll try. <laughs> no, dude. Just <laughs> Dune. Just go with Dune. Yeah. You- oh, <laughs> buddy. So this time we're gonna have a real quick, real quick recap of. Oh yeah, the Stargate, Stargate SG One and Farscape that Vargas had, and then we're gonna talk about something that's. Uh, I think the kids would say trending. We're, Hashtag we got trending. The button on the pulse. We, the finger on the pulse. Th- we've never been more in tune with what's going on. I have, I have two stones and a bird. I don't know what you want me to do. You put one of those in a, a bush and buddy, the other one you will be in your going. Hand. No, we're going to make a TikTok about it. We're going <laughs> to bake some bread. We're going to... What uh, else are people doing? Oh, A lot of people are showing up to city halls with uh, saw rifles. Oh, we're not going to do that. Oh, oh. I brought my solar rifle. Yeah, yeah. Him. He's blonde and blue-eyed. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Star Trek. Nope. Uh, oh, Stargate. Stargate, Stargate SG-1. SG-1. And Farscape. And Farscape. If you don't have like a, a in-depth analysis, because it's been a while since you watched them. But. Yeah, it's been a while since I've watched a lot of both of these shows. <laughs> <laughs> you did watch a good amount of those shows for a week straight. Yeah. Uh, they're, first of all, they're both so good. I didn't realize how good both of these would be, honestly. Uh, watching them, I, I too was that way <laughs> because I had heard about Farscape. I heard about yeah. SG-1. And then actually sitting down and watching both of them, I was like, you could easily, like Var, for Vargas, mm-hmm. I think we even said it in the episode, watch both of them because I think you'll enjoy yeah. both of these. And I did. Yeah. And I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go with I forgot honestly what I voted. I think you have a Farscape. Go l- go listen to episode 47 to of d- Debates on to Tap. Discover to figure out the answer to this mystery. <laughs> you can be like Sherlock. Well, I'm gonna go with Farscape. Nice. Only be, only because it's it's a little more self-contained, mm-hmm. right? But <laughs> Stargate has a lot going. For, a lot, that's a lot part going of on. the reason I love yep. Stargate is because it's like. Oh, this is a completely untapped new world right. for me that mm-hmm. I can that go you balls can deep go in. <laughs> dive into a lot of Stargate. Yeah. Yes, uh, but again, Farscape is just like it's just more, a little more streamlined. It scratched a little bit more right. of the itch that I had, where it doesn't take itself too seriously. Right. And it's four seasons, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I think four I seasons yeah. in like a like four a seasons in a series or something. Yeah, in a mini series. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, gotcha. but. Man, they are yeah. both so so. Everyone good. should watch those shows. I haven't I haven't made it all the way through SG One yet. You got time. It's I do have time. Long. I was going to say, look, if people are looking for stuff to watch, yeah. you just listen to old <laughs> debates on Tap Boys, and we'll give you stuff to watch. Yeah, plenty to watch. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to leave this to you, Brennan, because you're oh. sort of our most. Well, I mean, both of you actually go to movie theaters a lot. Yeah. Well, but I did. You did. Now we <laughs> cannot. No. 
Did we just rhyme? <laughs> I think it's time <laughs> to get into this episode. With a pepper flep, flepper so we're gonna <laughs> so drop a load. Oh, wow. I don't know. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know. It was way better. <laughs> drop a load of knowledge out of our butts. Now out of our brain. Butts. AMC has said that they will stop playing universal movies in their theaters. Be- and it all stems in from and in response to basically uh since this whole thing has happened, movie theaters have closed, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then, so a lot of movie studios have just started releasing or some movies just onto VOD video on demand. Um, like the big, the last biggest one and what started this whole thing was trolls world tour, which is the the third trolls movie, which is a sentence to me that is (laughs) bananas. So, and, and, and it's expensive. Like you can rent the movie for like 15 bucks, buy it for like $20, like just for like a movie. And it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, but apparently, uh, in the first like week or whatever this movie has come out, it is like gross the same amount that the first Trolls movie made like in its five week theatrical run. But it's not accounting for all you know home sales and then like even I think it even clarified and said all the um, like Europe outside of America say it's sales. Not, it wasn't global. It didn't do global. It just was basically it's it's North American theatrical gross was the same as. Trolls World World Tour on VOD, which is interesting, but at the same time, it's it, still a lot of money. By it's the way. still a lot of money, but it does not touch what the first one did. And this whole argument is very weird. So Universal so it's a Trolls movie, so exactly. So Universal came out after the success of that movie and basically said, "Yeah, we're we're essentially going to like going forward, we're going to be looking at releasing more of these movies at the same time as like theatrical stuff." Um, some, some movies theatrically, some movies just straight up VOD, which makes a lot of sense because there's some movies that studios, you know, really toss up and like take a big swing with that don't make money and to just put them out like, Oh, if it's like, Oh, the first week was really bad or word of mouth is really bad. Just put it on VOD. Like just put it out there for people to go see or yeah. Instead of like blackballing critics until release day. You just don't put it out in theaters. Right. And or if it's it like, the, we yeah. know this movie isn't going to make money. Let's just right. put it on VOD. Right, right. AMC took that as like, uh, fuck Universal, and put out their statement where they said, we are not going to put out or show any Universal movies. And then Regal Cinema jumped on that and said the same thing. Which, again, Universal pushed back Fast and the Furious 9 a whole year for the theater, like to which put it in is the going to make infinitely more money than Trolls World that's, Tour. That's the whole argument. So is that yeah. this whole thing is so like weird and and well, we can dive into it, but oh, we're whole, gonna dive. But the whole like studio and theater relationship is so toxic anyway, yeah. and yeah. like the way like they leech, like et cetera, et cetera. It's so bad, and AMC just kind of like get on this high horse of like they're they're trying to watch, in my opinion, right a wave that's like. This is not the wave to ride. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not the one to go for. But so the 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 thing that I think is going to be interesting because it's one thing to make this argument to make this big stance regarding right. Trolls World Tour, <laughs> right? <laughs> but Such it's a, a weird. It's cross. a whole yeah. other thing when you think about the pantheon of movies that Universal Studios owns. The everything. I mean. To, to just jump off the first thing that comes to my head, the next Jurassic World movie. Yeah. Right? The Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Fast Furious. Furious. It's, um, it's crazy. They're developing... They put out. They helped put out The Invisible Man. They helped... I mean, all this stuff. Like... All, like, a ton of shit. Yeah. I mean, you could just argue even just the Fast... The Furious series 
is it the Fast series or the Furious series? What do uh, people well, refer to? Well, I think as? they it's split right around Fast Four, and <laughs> there's a there's a Reddit there's a Reddit about it. I bet. But even just that big, because that regardless of what anyone thinks about the movies, they are a blockbuster draw. They draw yeah. that crowd. Yeah. So you could just stop there and say, "Look, man, you're taking one of the biggest blockbusters, and you're not, and you're saying you're not going to show it because you got your feelings were hurt right. by them." changing because of the way that the world is operating right now there so you to me okay let me go through a stream of consciousness with you fellas ask you a couple questions real quick (laughs) my understanding of it is uh universal and these are i'm just using terms right now just uh universal will uh, basically gives the movie to the theater and then they split the profits right nope no No? not even close okay so like the first week the studio takes something upwards of like 80 percent of the profit for like in, the first like in a, week, in a lot of cases it's sorry. like ninety to ninety five percent. I didn't mean split down the middle. I just meant oh, they both take they, a sh- some they, sort they, of they share. Both take a share. Yes. Okay. So that happens, and then the longer the movie is in theaters, the more it goes more towards the, the theater, theater itself. That's right? why like movies that last in the theater for a long time actually make a theater money. Right. And that's essentially why like your popcorn is twenty bucks a carton. Right. Is right. because of the studio uh, theater relationship. Gotcha. Yeah. Because so, that's how theaters make like the vast, vast yes. majority of their money is a concession stick. Because essentially what theaters do is they, they're renting the movie. Yeah. Right. So like right. the first like yeah. week, two, three weeks, they're making basically no money at all on the movie being in their theater. Right. So with so with that, and you kind of alluded this alluded to this earlier, Brendan, is that the theater, obviously it's their whole thing. They need yes. studios, mm-hmm. right? So why is it that because theaters were shut down, I know that the AMC is taking it as a slight, like, you don't want us. Right. But to me, it's opening up a bigger hole of movies and movie theaters are going to change now because yeah. of this. I, Much I would, like I, many I think, things. I think a lot of things are. And we have to rem- remember that in this whole thing and like whatever this outcome is of this whole pandemic and how long it lasts, that's all up in the air. But like things are going to have to change. And you, you look at like the service industry and like restaurants and stuff like that. Like, I mean, restaurants have been barely clinging on to like delivery and carry out. And it's kind of like, well, if they're making that money this way, like, why not just keep doing that kind of thing? You know what I mean? Right. Um, the same kind of way thing with like studios and the way they view, like the way they put out movies. It's like, I, I think it's been coming to a head for a while in, in the fact that like, kind of what I said earlier and how studios look at a movie and they, they either swing and a miss or swing in a home run or just swing and it's kind of like a kind of a good like response to a movie. But like a lot of movies that we love, like, the thing was a big failure in the in the box in the box office, but mm-hmm. now it's like one of, one of the best. Like it's viewed as one of the best movies of all time. So a lot of these studios, like it's they're going to have to change. And whether that I, I actually kind of liked what Universal Studios said, like that Universal Studios said, in the fact that you know we're going to have to change the way we put out movies. He and if you go back and look at that guy's comments, he he did say like we're still going to put out movies in the theater. Yeah, like that's why they pushed back Fast Furious Nine a whole year to put it in a theater. Um, and and then he clarified and was like, yes, but sometimes we're going to put movies in both. Sometimes we're just going to put movies in VOD. Like, that's just the way it's going to be. And to, to me, it didn't, after all the clarification, it didn't sound a lot different from yeah. like the direct to DVD model. It was very weird. Yeah, I think it's 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 that way, yes. And I, and I think the AMC's response yep. is more about well, you you aren't supporting the movie yep. industry. Yes. 
And big so quotes around big quotes big, around, qu- yeah, big, big quotes big around quotes industry. Yeah. So and it's but it's the same thing. Yeah. It would it would be the same thing if Best Buy said we're not gonna sell your DVDs or yeah. something. You know, something right? Along those lines, Where yeah. it's it's not about we're not gonna show your movies because we don't mm-hmm. like you. It's about we're not gonna show your movies because you're not supporting right the rest of the the movie industry. Yes. Even it, though by all accounts, like Brennan said, moving back the biggest yeah, blockbuster I mean, yes, of the year yeah. to get them in the theater. I, I honestly think AMC's comments were more about the fact of of changing the paradigm of the, the studio theater. That's what they're afraid like of. Basically. Yeah. And that's what that's what they're afraid of. And if that happens, it's like the studios and the theaters have to like some way or another renegotiate or redo the whole deal of how it works basically. Um, because I mean, you could look at like right before AMC released that, that statement, like a, like a couple of days before that AMC is like bankrupt basically. Like yeah. these theaters have no cash flow right. like at all. And so they're just like hemorrhaging money. They have no, nothing at all. Like uh, they had that, the B and B theater because they're based in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. They had them on like the news the other night and like they talked to like their president and he was like, it's like, yeah, I mean, whatever we can do, like do to get theaters open again, that's what we want to do. Like, we have to do that. Yeah. Um, but I think AMC basically, in my mind, and what I see happening is AMC essentially put out that statement knowing that they're basically bankrupt, knowing they have no money, knowing that if they just like open theaters up with half, half seating, half whatever, they're not going to make any money. Like, it's just not going to happen. Or people like are just not going to show up to the theater for a while. Right. And it's going to be not great. So it's kind of like, I mean... You have to look at like what IFC did, the cha- like the channel and mm-hmm. things like that, where they started teaming up and became like a production company, right? And started putting out like like producing movies and coming out with movies. Same thing, same thing with uh, Criterion. Like Criterion was just like a, a movie ag- like I don't say aggregate, but they had a bunch of like old movies and old things like that that they put out, like update and put out, but also have like a channel now and mm-hmm. like movie channel and things like that. So it's kind of like maybe theaters kind of go that route and they have some type of partnership with the studio where there's you yeah. watch an, like just another subscription thing. Yeah. Where now AMC, you have the AMC channel, yeah. now you have the Regal channel, now you have the B&B channel. So that actually kind of seg- segues super nice because we're running low on time, but I wanted to get like if you guys had like just a flash what you think AMC or the theater industry as a whole could do as a as a as a solution movie. Because it's like you said, Vargas, they're, they're clinging on to the past and the past isn't going to work. So you, instead of throwing a fit and saying, we're not going to do this anymore, try to fucking find a way to make other things work. So I'm curious as to if you guys have any, so like one thing, it's kind of, I'll, I'll go first, but it's kind of what you said. I had two, two quick ones. And obviously this is high level. I don't know what, if this would ever work even, but like <laughs> if theaters pitched into the production cost of a movie for yep. lower uh, rates from the, right. They, they get, they get more money out the quote-unquote back end. Or you could do exclusives, end. like if we, or exclusives, if we produce this movie, right. it's only in AMC It's only in AMC. Things like that. Or you could have what a lot of those small, these super small theaters like Alamo does where they show older movies that people, that Which are classics that's now. That's another issue too is because when Disney bought Fox, they cut off a lot of those yeah. old movies. Like Screenland's a bit like, please go support, Screenland Armor has a Patreon, please go oh support God. them. Yeah, 100% the for sure. Independent yeah. theaters in the, in like around us. Um, but like, that's what Screenland has a big issue with that. Alamo has a big drift big issue with that currently is because now that these studios are merging, they're like cutting off all these old movies that they can't show anymore. Right. But, right. But, but yeah. there, but there is something that they could do or like, yes. uh, you know, re, re next. So 2021 
release Fast Nine again, right. or like the Russo brothers are talking to try and bring Endgame back in theaters yes. and things. So you get these big cultural events that maybe you didn't get to see the first time around. Re-release those for an uh, upper, right. more profit, basically. So yeah. that yeah, to jump off of that, there's there's two things I think movie theaters could do and should do. Um, prestige events, like I've been going to uh, the the DCI World Championships in theaters basically every year for the past six, what is that? six years or something. It's Drum Corps International. Okay. But it's a live stream of right. yeah. the World Championships. Like B&B does a lot of that where they show like yeah. theater and like musical theater. Right. It's really interesting. Yeah. That stuff, if they push that harder and mm-hmm. did more of it, especially local stuff, I think that would be really successful yep. along with, okay, so it's the... It's the one-year anniversary of Endgame, and we recorded the the Russo brothers doing live commentary yeah. of the movie. I would like if things like that happen, yeah. I would hundred percent go. Or yeah. or they record a Q and A in a theater right. after the and they, or they like show what, the movie. What Ryan Johnson did, where he recorded his commentary for yeah. Knives Out, and then while the movie is still in theaters, you could listen. You to could it. like listen to it while the movie was going. Like you go back and right. see it. But imagine if that in a theater, or you know they yeah. they yeah. hand out you know a. a whatever a walkman to show my age nice and you listen to it or <laughs> get my get my eight track out yeah oh fuck or you know a q and a or something so like Correct. those more yeah. prestige events for people that want to go to theaters anyway like me yeah you're going to go i'm going to go and yeah. see that stuff right and that's what like the big draw for me like with old movies was like whenever uh years ago whenever screenland showed they still do this every like valentine's day but they showed princess bride it's like, I've yeah. never seen Princess Bride in theater. I want to see Princess Bride yeah. in theater. Yeah. Watch, went and watched it. Fight Club, Aliens, like so mm-hmm. many so many movies that Screenland has shown. And uh, Alamo Drafthouse is, is the same way. Um, I definitely think like going forward for this whole toxic relationship to work is that like something has to change in their relationship. And like it has to move away from like this whole thing where like, like we talked about in the first week, one, two, three weeks of a movie being released, studios get upwards of like 90% of the profit. And it's like that does not give anything back to like the theaters and who like work their asses off for like trying to put these movies out mm-hmm. and for crowd control and like putting old movies out. And especially like you have to think about how big of a hit that is for independent theaters like Screenland and things yeah, like that. Like yeah. that's like killer for them, I mean, especially if they can't afford to like even play B&B. the movie for like. Yeah, exactly. Because they're, they're regional at Correct. best. Yeah. You know. So it's like you have to change that relationship. In somehow. To, <laughs> somehow to make this whole thing go. And I know our, our, to get into like a crazy thing is like our society is so capitalistic that like that would probably never happen. Yeah. Is because it's so concerned with like the bottom line and like we have to get this money away from these theaters and oh no, these theaters now that it's, you know, whatever. So, but um, three, so three assholes just came up with five <laughs> ideas off the top of our head. I, I mean, you know, and that's the, that's the thing is that like after this whole, during this whole pandemic has really showed a lot of the way that our society can change and needs to change. But it's like, at the end of the day, money is like the all determining factor. Yeah. It's not going to change. And it's like, is it truly going to change? I mean, there's a reason why universals push back fast, fast nine, a whole year. The reason why John wick got pushed back from like 2021 to 2022. Like it, there's a reason why these things are happening. Yeah. And it's because the studios are always like configuring and looking at best dates when they put things out. I mean, Disney straight up, whenever Solo did okay, fine at theater, they went, we're not putting out another Star Wars movie like for a long fucking time. Yeah. You know, and Disney just like, no more. Like we're not doing that shit anymore. 
And so, and then like Disney pivoted to Disney Plus and like putting all these like movies and series and shows onto their subscription platform. And then also realize like a lot of people started to kind of grumble like, what else is on Disney Plus? Like I got this for the Marvel shit. And they went, oh, we'll just push that shit up again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll just move it up, you know? So I, I think ultimately like, if, if the theater studio relationship isn't going to work or God forbid, which I hate to break it to people, this pandemic is going to go on for a long fucking time. Um, no, it's over next week. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, Everything so. is reopening. Yeah. We, yep. So anyway, May 1st was the cutoff. Day. Yeah. I'll see you guys in theater <laughs> yeah. on Monday. So something's got to change that way, especially if theaters are going to start reopening and, and like having their like people who can be in the theaters, like they're not going to make any money off that. And studios are going to see that theaters can like strong arm them and say like, we just won't, we'll just bite the bullet and won't play your movies. And it's like, okay, well we got to somehow configure this relationship. If that happens, I would be very surprised. Um, but who can say? Well, there it is. The solution to the, the movie <laughs> studio, movie theater problem. Honestly though, you're welcome because who I, I, they, they've it's, had it's, months. It's a fascinating conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, those solutions that we gave are the best ones, clearly. Clearly, and obviously. Hopefully somebody with AMC is listening, so you're welcome again. <laughs> well, it's the Andy movie channel. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. We hope your quarantine is, is going well. Uh, we should be back to a regular release schedule. So <laughs> That's so me crossing my fingers. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully you'll hear us twice a week now. Uh, please tell a friend. Subscribe to us on whatever you're listening to us on. That would help out a lot. Uh, find us on. Oh boy, it has been. <laughs> all right, okay, I got, it, I got. It. Find us on email on the email yep. at debatesonfans at gmail You can find us on Twitter at debates on tap, and you can find us on Instagram at debates on pictures. We also have a Facebook, wow. which is just facebook.com slash debates on tap. Yep, nailed it. And uh, I mean SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, all whatever, those. Whatever you have a pod, live in the podcast, go nuts. That's there, and that's that. Let us support know. your local businesses. Yes, hundred percent. Do it with money. Yes, yes. <laughs> Throw money at the building. Correct. It helps from them. at least six feet away. Bye. <laughs>